What's up? Hey! Welcome back to the Blues Library Podcast. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Lexi. Hello! And we're here to talk about some books, okay? (laughs) Yes, today we're going to be talking about These Violent Delights um, by Chloe Gong. This is the first one in the These Violent Delights duology. Uh, Spoiler warning! Well, now this time last week we mentioned that we had some technical difficulties so this time we have the second one finished so we may spoil the ending who knows we'll try but i mean at this point if you're listening to us you should know by now we're probably going to have spoilers (laughs) so this is that warning if you haven't read both books just play it safe and don't listen until you have (laughs) then we've also got two trigger warnings we've got death Say that one first, because I'm not as traumatized by death as I am by the insects. You get a lot of detail, and it's not fun. We were both scratching all over, itching our heads. So um, bad. We both were very excited to read this until we got into the bugs, and then we were both like, what the hell were we thinking? Yeah. It was still good, despite that, but just a heads up. Oh, yeah. That's in there. <laughs> all right. Let's do our quote-unquote brief synopsis. (laughs) Um, All right. Set the scene. Shanghai, China, 1928. Two gangs rule the city. The White Flowers and the Scarlet Gang. And then the Fire Nation attacked. I'm just kidding. (laughs) God, I love that series. Okay. The White Flowers and the Scarlet Gang have a blood feud that's been going on for so long that nobody knows what started it. Juliet Kai, nope, it's Sai, huh? Juliet yep. Sai and Roma Montagov are the heirs to the Scarlet Gang and the White Flowers, respectively. And after a brief romance in their mid-teens, Juliet was sent to school in America and Roma was punished by a drop in favor with his father. In Shanghai... A monster has been seen by people, and they develop a madness that causes them to rip out their own throats with their fingers. So cute. (laughs) (laughs) So, it kills a lot of people, Roma and Juliet, after seeing that their parents won't join forces to find a cure for the madness, decide to work together to find out who's causing this and put a stop to it. Roma's little sister is infected, and they are able to keep her sedated until she is not trying to rip out her throat, but they're worried and want to find the answer as quickly as they can. They find out that that the son of an opium dealer, Paul, is the one who created the disease and a cure that involves opium in order to increase the profitability of his father's business. So nice. Paul created this disease by infecting the assistant of the leader of the Communist Party of China and making him transform into a monster that runs towards the river, and when it gets there, it releases hundreds of insects from its skin and the insects find a host and bury burrow into its brain causing crazy nerve problems and the person infected to rip out their own throat we definitely needed that description again (laughs) all right (sighs) paul lets the monster free with the hopes that it will cause more chaos and roma and juliet split up to save as many people as they can when they get to the river the monster releases the insects and they all start going for roma because paul was immune and he forcibly vaccinated juliet In desperation, Juliet kills the monster after he turns back into a man, and the mega insect that had taken resident in him was tried to get free, but Juliet killed the insect, stopping the madness from spreading. Paul was also killed in this standoff. After realizing that Roma is safe, 
They race to the hospital to check on Roman's little sister, only to find that Juliet's cousin, Tyler, that son of a bitch, has beat them there after seeing Roma and Juliet and deciding Juliet is a traitor. And he brought three other members of the Scarlet Gang to kill Roma's sister, Roma, and Roma's friends, Benedict and Marshall. Tyler shoots Marshall in the stomach, and Juliet reveals that in response to Roma telling his father how to kill servants that had been in Juliet's life since her birth, Juliet told her family where the safe house was that kept Roma's mother because she was sick, which led to <laughs> Roma's mother's death. Juliet slips Marshall a potion that will stop his heart from beating for three hours, but he'll still be alive afterward, slips the bullets out of her gun, and quote-unquote shoots Marshall in the head. Roma takes Benedict and his sister out of the hospital, and Tyler soon follows with his men. Juliet gets a surgeon to fix Marshall's gunshot wound from Tyler, and she takes Marshall to a safe house where he'll be able to hide and pretend he's dead. Juliet's cousin Kathleen finds a note from Paul after she returns to find the insect boss lady, and it says, if I die, release them all. Juliet, whew, Kathleen sends this note to Juliet, and when she reads it, the clock strikes seven and screaming begins in the city. Really quick, I apologize for the sound in the background. We've got building going on downstairs, <laughs> and I don't have the heart to tell them to stop. <laughs> I relate. <laughs> so I apologize so much for this. Normally we have better timing on these things. So <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, Lex, what's your makeup look like today? All right. So I did a red for the red scarlets. I was originally going to do one for each uh, gang and then decided I don't really have a color that'll work for the white flowers or make it look as great as Ashley's. Well, no, I, well, no, I, I have the white, but I don't have, I feel like just having a white eyelid is going to look real fucking weird. (laughs) Like it'll look really incomplete and that bugs me. So as weird as my face. No, no, I said it's good. (laughs) I said it won't look as good as your face. My eyelid's white. Okay. A little bit of gold on there. <laughs> but you made your look very, very good. Mine would look weird just having the eyelid just straight white, okay? And that being the only thing. Shut the fuck up. I'm mad at you. Anyways, so I have a darker red on the outer corner and then red with sparkles, because who doesn't love glitter, um, on the rest of the eyelid for the Scarlet Gang. So that's really all. I was lame this week. <laughs> All right. So I decided to go balls to the walls crazy <laughs> with my makeup. It looks so fucking good, though. So my one eye is a red rose. So I did like a whole bunch of red eyeshadow. Super funny. I don't have red eyeshadow. <laughs> so I combined like pink and orange and used that. And you can't even tell. So. Yeah, you could never guess that you didn't have red. Yeah, so I have a rose on one eye, and then on the other eye, I have a, it's like a white daisy, so it's got like a yellow, kind of like a middle of my eye, um, and then like white petals on the outside for the white flowers, and then the other side is for the Scarlet Gang. It looks so dope. See, and that's where I'm saying is my eyelid just being straight white with no context of what's going on would be weird you have fucking flowers on your face it looks <laughs> fucking cool 
Anyways. I feel like a stupid person because of it. Like, I was like, my eyes take up my whole face now. (laughs) It was really funny while we were on the phone doing our makeup and you were like, is this what clowns feel like when they do their makeup? And I was so confused because I thought we were just, you know, going the normal route. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, (laughs) what? And then you were like, you wouldn't show me your face when we started video chatting. And then all of a sudden you show me your face. I was like, oh, you went all out. (laughs) I decided to go for it. Okay. It turned out really what I'm good. Gonna do next time, though. <laughs> it turned out really, really good. Thank you. <laughs> okay, let's get into these motherfucking discussion questions. All right. What are your thoughts on the whole Kathleen and Celia situation? Um, I was actually kind of shocked. I was really shocked that, like, first of all, did not see that coming. Second of all that her father would even make her pretend like I'm like did you not love this triplet enough to let her be herself like what the fuck I was pissed like I was furious because I was like what the absolute hell is your problem like I just I I maybe maybe it explained it and I forgot but like I just didn't understand why like what was the purpose behind it Although I do remember, like, Kathleen was, like, the perfect one that always went along, listened, and all that shit. But, like, still, I was really confused. I was like, what the fuck? I thought it was mad fucked. Yeah. What are your general overall thoughts on the book? What was your favorite part or parts of the book? Overall thoughts? Way too many fucking bugs. Um, (laughs) I did not enjoy that. Uh, my favorite parts were literally any time that Roma and Juliet were in the same room. And, like, I was like, the sexual tension, bro. I feel it. <laughs> I I loved when they were, like, threatening each other. And, like, any time, like, they would, like, I don't know, she'd get a knife out or whatever. Or he'd have they'd have the guns or whatever. I loved that. I thought that was fun. It might be, that might be my toxic trait is that I thought it was fun. Um, (laughs) That may be my toxic trait. Who knows? Anyways, yes, agree with the bug part. Uh, I was not expecting the bugs. And that, what it reminded me of is the fact that, like, I was blindsided by it. Very similar to when in, again, another spoiler alert, surprise, surprise. Um, (laughs) In the Madison Kate series, when she's in the trunk. And it's, like, explaining the bugs crawling on her or the spiders or whatever, like, out of nowhere. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no warning. What? I hate bugs so much. <laughs> um, yeah. This, I'm not going to lie, though, as far as an overall thought, after now reading the second one, the first one, it took me a little bit longer to get into and be interested in. Versus the second one. But then again, I think the second one was, I mean, it was set up to already have started with all along that line. So, yeah, I definitely agree. Overall thought, I think, like, it was just a really good book. Like, it was oh, written yeah. so well. Oh, yes. And I really liked the language switches. Uh-huh. But I guess we talk about that later. So. I did. Oh, we do? Okay, then I'll wait to say what I have to say. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what is your least favorite part? I think we can agree. Bugs are yep. no. <laughs> yep. No, 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 no. <laughs> Who is your favorite and least favorite character and why? Uh, 
obviously everybody knows should oh no i guess this i didn't say anything in the while you're doing your synopsis uh fucking hate tyler the entire first book i i wanted him fucking dead i hated him so fucking much from the moment we met him i was like this motherfucker needs to be gone just go away um favorite character honestly marshall (laughs) marshall's fucking great i love marshall he's so funny He's, like, the perfect comic relief. Yes. <laughs> um, My favorite, I'm probably going to say Roma, because I feel like he was, like, a romantic at heart, and I loved that so much. Yeah. Um, My least favorite character, I'm trying to remember all the characters. Paul. I fucking hated Paul. He was mad creepy. Mad sleazy. I just then, thought he was a fucking creepy stalker, and we, but then we didn't, like, get a whole lot with him. And my hatred, like, from the very beginning, because we met Tyler pretty early on, my hatred for him was brewing, and every time we, like, got an interaction with him, it just kept growing and growing to the point where I was like, I don't even care that this motherfucker is being really creepy with Juliet and that he's killing everybody. I don't fucking care. He's better than fucking Tyler. (laughs) No, I didn't like him because... He was creepy and pushy, and then he forcibly vaccinated Juliet. Like, yeah. And I was like, that's fucked up, but not to get into politics. Okay, It is on. fucked up, but I guess in this sense, too, it made it so she didn't die in the first book. But it's still it fucked was, up. I'm not I saying know, that it's... I'm not saying that it's not fucked up. It is fucked up, but at least she didn't die. Here's my problem, okay? Maybe this is because I'm a healthcare worker, <laughs> and I know how vaccines work, Okay. You get a vaccine, and it is not optimally effective until two weeks later, okay? So you're telling me she got a vaccine, and five minutes later, she was completely immune? That is not realistic. And so that, like, took me out of the book, because I was like, no, that, that's okay. not real. But let's let's be realistic again. Bugs taking over a fucking <laughs> body, and then somebody turning into a monster? That's not realistic either. Okay, well, when you put it like that. (laughs) Like, I understand, like, everything else in the book was so fucking realistic. You've got, like... totally agree. Real-world stuff here going on. But then we've got this man turning into a monster and bugs coming out of him and killing people. I totally (laughs) agree. And, like, it was so interesting because, like, I was sitting here and I was like, this book does a very, very good job of getting you interested in Chinese history. Uh-huh. Like, I was like, what was, ha- like, when did the communist revolution happen? And, like, was this, like, in the year leading up to it? And, like, that's when all of this happened? Because, like, it's very much a nationalist versus communist problem mm-hmm. that turns into, like, that she applied Romeo and Juliet to that I thought was really cool. Like, I was like, yeah. this is, like, a really cool way to get people interested in this, like, piece of history and Eastern history in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, this is dope. The author did a really, really good job. Absolutely. All right. Which scene has stuck with you the most? I don't want to say the bug scenes, but they're like permanently implanted in my brain like those motherfucking bugs were. Mm -hmm. Like, you. I'll tell you mine. While you're thinking, I'll tell you mine. When they're in Lauren's um, Lauren's, uh, lab and Marshall and Juliet. They're, like, fighting, and it looks like they're about to kill each other, and then they just start laughing. And then you've got, like, Roma and Benedict, like, 
uh, when's the bomb going off? Like, what are they going to start killing each other? And they're just sitting there like, oh, will you show us more of the stuff you created? <laughs> I think the scene that stuck with me the most, I'm probably going to, like, butcher this scene, whatever. But it was the one where it explained what Juliet did with Marshall to get out of the whole hospital situation. Like, um, because the first time you go through it, it's like, she shot him and that's it. Like, mm-hmm. but then it goes back and explains, like, there was a sleight of hand to give him the potion and, like, she fake shot him and, like, he's it dead. Was, it was basically a blank round. Yeah. Yeah. So, then, I mean, like, he did get shot, but it was a blank. Yes. And then, <laughs> Still like, painful. Having to convince a surgeon to operate on someone that didn't have a heartbeat and, like, all of these things, like, just the explanation of that was beautiful. Because I was like, bro, Mm -hmm. this woman is a genius. What did you think of the writing? I mean, we've mentioned it multiple times. We both thought it was done very, very well. Phenomenal writing. What a great author, honestly. Yes. What surprised you most about it, about the book? I wasn't expecting there to be this monster controlled by this bug. And that just kind of shocked me. I was like, because getting into it before you get to that part, it doesn't seem like you're going to have any, like, fantasy type creatures or anything. So when that happened, I was like, this is going in a different direction than I thought we were going. (laughs) Yeah, I totally feel that. What Um, shocked you? Honestly, I would, like, obviously I knew this was a Romeo and Juliet retelling. And so Mm -hmm. anytime it's, like, veered off course of a Romeo and Juliet retelling I was shocked especially at the end when she fake shot Marshall I was completely shocked like I was like oh fuck okay yeah you know that's like that scene in 21 Jump Street where uh finds out that that what's his okay never mind you're not gonna understand then you're not cool enough I'm just kidding wait wait you see the where they, like, infiltrate a high school. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah, so I guess the one I'm talking about is I think it might be 22 Jump Street or whatever, so that's the second one for the college. And they find out that I think his name is Schmidt is sleeping with the captain's daughter. And she, the Channing Tatum's character is just sitting there for a minute. And he jumps up, she's like, oh, shit! <laughs> and he's jumping around, just, oh, shit, that was kind of my reaction at the end of the book. <laughs> I could totally picture that, too. That's funny as shit. Yeah. So I told Jacob I hadn't watched 21 Jump Street, and so he made me watch it. It was actually really funny. I was yeah. I was for it. Have you watched the second one? No. You. We will be watching that when I come visit. Bet. All right, moving on. <laughs> um, are there lingering questions from the book you're still thinking about? After the second book, bro, I have a lot of questions because... I will not be speaking of spoilers right now for the second book. Okay. Anyway. This is a new thing for us. Uh, Any lingering questions? Uh, Yeah. Why is Tyler still alive? Moving on. I agree. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) Thoughts on the point of view switches? I. They're okay. My thing with point of view switches is it depends on the book itself like there's books where I'm like I don't I don't like the point of view switches there's one series that I read where she's got like the whole series is written by the girl and then I read 
the one book or the book that she had published that was written by the um in the guy's point of view loved it i didn't even want to go back and reread the entire series from the girl's point of view because i didn't give a fuck but in this book i actually really liked it i thought it was good and i liked how it gave us more information all around are you talking about touch of darkness no okay i was like wait no (laughs) okay I really liked the, like, I liked the point of view switches when it wasn't third person, like, a third person perspective. So, like, most of them were, like, Juliet and Roma and, like, mm-hmm. Jack Ford, maybe. There was a Tyler. There was a Kathleen. There was a Rosalind. Like, all of these. But there was, like, one or two where it was, like, third person. And it was, like, it did it in the second book, too. But I think it only did it once. It was... Oh, like there are three or there are five bodies on top of the rooftop, and like two are kneeling next to each other and th- and like talking about this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so like those third person point of view switches confused me a lot because I was like, who are we talking about right now? That one took me a little bit, but I also liked how they like those ones like once after the first one that like that was done like that. And I kind of was able to understand better, like, when it was and catch up or catch the cues that showed, like, whose point of view it was. I liked a lot of those because it gave you a better visual. And, like, especially the one on the rooftop with the five of them, it was almost like just being back and, like, actually seeing there instead of, like, I don't know. When I read, I feel like I'm right there, like, with them almost, like, the way I see it in my head. Not, like, looking at it, like, as if you're watching a movie, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I liked it. I thought that gave, like, I was like, that would be a beautiful painting, first of all. That'd be a beautiful painting. So. (laughs) All right. I'm not artistic enough to try it, though. I relate. (laughs) Thoughts on the Marshall Benedict situation? This book made me so mad, but it's okay. The second book made up for it. But that, like, this this book, I was just like, come on, man. Like, or men. Like, just fucking, you're both, ah! That's, I know. that's how I'm I feel like, about it. I'm, I'm reading it in, like, the present perspective, right? Because I've only lived in this time. So, like, <laughs> I'm like, why can't they just be together? And then I'm like, wait, it's like 1920s Shanghai. Like, this is not going to be an okay thing for them to have. But at the same time, I'm like, I just want them together. They're so cute. See, my thing wasn't even about why can't they be together. My thing was why the fuck won't either of them just even say it? Like, they they have an apartment together. They could easily be secret lovers. It's like the... um, what was it like? <laughs> I'm not gonna say that because that's personal, but like, there are people that I know that like, oh, I have an aunt and her roommate, and it's like, oh, they're just roommates, but like oh, yeah. in reality, they're like together, but yeah. like the family doesn't acknowledge it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Romeo and Juliet. Obviously, we talked about it already. This is a Romeo and Juliet retelling. I generally do not like Romeo and Juliet retellings because I do not like to know the ending of a book, okay? I am not the person that turns to the last page and reads that before I read the book. No, that is blasphemy. And if you tell me you do that, I will be very angry. 
okay, I'm not a violent person, so I can't, like, say something that I would do because I would not do it. But I would be upset. Okay, it's okay. I'm the violent person in our relationship, so any violent thoughts she has, I'll be the one acting them out. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, So usually I don't like them. Also, I find myself, like, attaching people to who they were in Romeo and Juliet. So, like, this book made it really easy because – the characters' first names all start with the letter that they start with in Romeo and Juliet. So, obviously, Roma, Juliet, you'd be stupid if you didn't get that. Um, but you've got Tyler, and he's Tybalt. And, like, um, Benedict is Benny. And, like, all of these, I think also, one of my favorite movies is Romeo and Juliet. Yes, so, like, that was so cute. Yes, I love so, it. Like, I'm also really familiar with this kind of landscape. <laughs> so I'm, like, assigning people. And like I'm like, okay, so Tyler's going to die at some point because he's Tibble. And Tibble always dies at the hand of Romeo. And that's how this whole blood feud gets bigger. But that's not what happened. And like, That was, was like, really funny really quick. The amount of times I've either read or watched Romeo and Juliet in high school... And I still don't remember anything other than Romeo and Juliet dying together or because of whatever it is, depending upon what, like, if you watch the movies. And so I totally, I was sitting there like, I fucking, <laughs> like, I hate Tyler. When is he going to die? Somebody please kill him. Please tell me he doesn't live for the rest of the book because I just, I totally forgot everything. Bro. The only reason I know all of this is because of the fucking, like, Romeo and Juliet. Because I watch that, I swear to God, like, three or four times a year. Like, I'm like, I'm in a Romeo and Juliet mood. And I feel so, I get so mad. I reference it all the time because I'm like that person. Nobody ever gets it. And, like, it makes me so sad. Romeo and Juliet is pretty good. Like, um, I don't watch it as much as you that I'd be able to get your references, but if you want so that somebody can understand, I'll start watching it more. <laughs> yes, please, because there's one point Juliet's gonna go kill the or get in the uh garden to get that really pretty orchid, right? And she's trying to get like Nanette is helping her get like, like, so she's not suspicious so she can sneak out. She puts her in like she grabs the sock off the clothing line and it's like bright fuchsia with like lime green spots and she's like do the twirl and like Juliet twirls and she's like upset because she's like this is not gonna work and like she twirls and then that goes ooh junk in the trunk <laughs> and so sometimes I'll say that I'll be like ooh junk in the trunk and nobody gets it <laughs> it's like stupid shit like that and like, I'm like I just want people to get my references because they're really funny oh that is funny all right guys that's the end of our episode um if you guys want to check out our book looks uh hit us up social medias tiktok blues.library and instagram is blues.library and blues.library podcast um also check out our website um it is blues-library.com see us there for upcoming books that we're going to do, um, as well as check out any other fun content we decide to post there. Y'all have a good week. Be safe out there. Don't do drugs.
Wear your seatbelt. Don't drink and drive. Bye. <laughs>